In episode 424 with Jared Beanie, we talk about how to protect yourself from harmful radiation, how to make your home a toxic-free wellness sanctuary, what to do if you have had metals put in your body, how to protect yourself from shedding, plus so much more. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl, Open Wide, and Comparisonitis. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Guess what, my beautiful friend? My fourth book, Comparisonitis, How to Stop Comparing Yourself to Others and Be Genuinely Happy, is out right now. Number one, New York Times bestselling author and social media sensation Jay Shetty said, never before has a book been more needed. Future generations will thank Melissa for shining a spotlight on comparisonitis. And multiple New York Times bestselling author Gabby Bernstein said, Since Melissa refers to people who have recovered from comparisonitis as unicorns, I suppose that makes this a sort of unicorn training manual. I'm so grateful that such a manual has arrived. It's been infinitely helpful to me. Head to comparisonitis.com or Amazon to get your copy today. Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. I am very excited about this episode because we talk about all the different types of radiation that we're exposed to in this day and age and what it does to your body and how to protect you and your family from it. We also talk about the most toxic form of radiation right now, which is metals in your body and how to protect yourself from that and from shedding and so much more. And for those of you that have never heard of Jared Beanie, he is an intuitive building biologist with over 20 years of experience in building biology and is also the manufacturer of some awesome EMF harmonizing tools and products. He was originally trained in dowsing by members of the Victorian Dowsing Society back in 1998, which is a traditional method of using specialized tools for detecting radiation fields from earth radiation and electrical and radio frequency generated appliances. He then created the Orgonium process to produce EMF harmonizers using his developed intuitive skills. Over the last 20 years, he has researched many different types of radiation fields, which no EMF meter would or could measure. This is because EMF meters only measure RF microwave and electrical radiation, however with poor accuracy. His company, OrgonEffect, consults all over the world and his products are sold to over 20 countries, which is pretty amazing. And for everything that we mentioned, you can check out in the show notes and that's at melissaambrosini.com forward slash 242. Now, let's dive in to this awesome conversation with Gerard Beanie. Gerard, I am so excited to have you on the show. But before we dive in, can you tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? A banana, 
a vitamin C in water and a lemon and orange juice. <laughs> so a lemon and bicarb in water. Ooh, interesting. Tell me, what does the lemon and bicarb do? We call it lemonade just for a bit of a joke. It's a <laughs> nice alkalizer. And it gets the barrels moving nicely in the morning too. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love learning all these little tips and tricks from experts like yourself. So I'm going to try that tomorrow morning. It's a good one. The, the vitamin C is a good one too. It's a, um, a bioflavonoid vitamin C. It's really good for the immune system, especially these days. Absolutely. Vitamin C is key. It's probably one of the most consistent things that I take. And yeah, I feel amazing for it. Oh, me too. It's actually like a superfood for the body. You know, I'm 57. I suffer from rheumatoid arthritis occasionally. And when it, when it happens, it really hurts. And the only thing that keeps it at bay, touch wood, is actually the bioflavonoid vitamin C. And since I've been on it, I just feel being feeling myself getting stronger and stronger and stronger. It's really good. That's amazing. That is amazing. You have a very specific and unique skill set. You are an intuitive building biologist. And some people might be like, what is that? So can you tell us how you got into this world and what exactly is an intuitive building biologist? And what do you do? Okay. Uh, first of all, a building biologist is someone who's trained in the knowledge base of different types of radiation fields, whether it be technology or earth radiation. And as a consultant, we visit businesses, residences, and we look at all the radiation issues in the buildings. And, and I look at how the, the radiation issues are affecting the people. Most building biologists use EMF meters, but the EMF meters don't pick up on the most dangerous radiation fields, which are the charge fields, which are caused by earth radiation, which creates geopathic stress on the body. Being an intuitive, I use this tool here called a biotensor. It's a, a German-developed tool by a German scientist called Joseph Overbash last century. And it looks very simple, but it actually shows you the real radiation fields. It takes a little bit of training to know how to use one, but once you know how to use it, it can become your best friend because I can use it to show the energetics of a person where they're at, and I can also use it to show the real harmful radiation fields that occur in different parts of a building. How I got into it is a little bit of a long story. It was a fascination for the knowledge around different types of earth magnetic grid lines, which I picked up from different what they called dowsers back in the, the, the late 90s. I was taught how to douse, and the, the biotensor is a dowsing tool by members of the dowsing society in the late 90s, and quickly learned the different types of issues that can occur in people's houses as far as earth radiation and from technology. So then with a, a bit of knowledge a long time ago, over 21 years ago, I started doing consultancy work in people's houses where I was referred to the clients by a couple of different shops in Melbourne. And these shops were more esoteric shops where people who were like-minded would be coming in and they would open up and say, I've got this going on at home, that I've got that going on at home. And the people who own the shops would be saying, why don't you look at the energetics? And they'd call me in. And at the same time, I needed tools to neutralise the radiation fields. And so I started developing my own harmonisers in 21, 22 23 years ago, 
they were very, very basic and nothing compared to what we do now. Over the years, I've developed and developed and developed a technology which we call Organium and a whole range of very, very effective, very powerful radiation harmonising tools. That is amazing. And everyone listening knows that I talk a lot about 5G and different types of radiation that we're exposed to on a daily basis. And I think now more than ever, we need to protect ourselves and create almost like a wellness sanctuary in our home. We spend a lot of time in our homes, especially now. There's lots of people that are currently in lockdown listening to this, and then there's people that aren't. But we spend a lot of time in our homes. So it makes sense to create the most beautiful wellness sanctuary whilst you're in your home so that you are healing and you're vital and you are rejuvenating whilst you're in your home. And then some of your devices, which we can talk about in a minute, some of those devices you can actually then wear when you go out into the world where you're going to be exposed to lots of different types of radiation. And for me, I've actually had a building biologist come to a few of my homes, past homes, not the one that I'm currently in, and they tested for things like EMF and mold. But when you and I first connected, you actually did a virtual assessment on my home. And I want to talk through that in a moment. But you said that that device that you showed, and for those that can't see, it's kind of like a, (laughs) how would you describe that device? In a very basic way, a flexible wand, the ring at the end acts like a sail in a sense. And harmful radiation fields, which are positively charged fields, actually have force. How you use this device, you get it in the vertical motion, move towards the charge field, and the charge field will automatically change the momentum from going up and down. I'll, I'll simulate this myself with my hand, that circular motion. But when I'm in a consult doing it, I don't fudge this myself, I let the energy do it all for me. It's a visual for the client. I don't need it. I can just feel the energy myself, but it's a really good visual. So they get a really good understanding of how far certain radiation fields, say from the meter box or the the wireless router or what's going on with the digital TV or different types of earth magnetic grid lines that might be running through the house, moulds in roof cavity. It shows all those different types of charged fields, which As I said before, EMF meters only show two or three types of fields, where this will show up to 15 or 20 types of fields. Amazing. Amazing. So can you actually assess someone's home or someone, because you spoke about you can assess someone, through not being physically in front of them? Can you do it online? Yeah, like we did with you. I've been reading properties with Google Earth for many, many, many years. Like, even though we're based here in Melbourne on the Mornington Peninsula, we're global. We consult to people worldwide, and naturally, we can't get there. And I suppose you could say over the last six weeks, we can't go, couldn't go more than five Ks from home anyway, due to certain situations. So, Google Earth has become my best friend for many, many, many years. And how I read Google Earth intuitively is first of all, I know what the parameters are. I don't know what the, the different types of radiation fields could be there. And every image has an energy. So I'm tuning into the energy of the image of the house in plan view. 
and I can pick up a lot of things. I pick up if, if there's what they call geoelectric current running through the ground, which is the worst type of the radiation around second to people with heavy metals in their bodies these days, which is the current thing. They are the most the most dangerous form of radiation at the moment. I can pick up geoelectric currents. I can pick up geoelectric grid lines. I can pick up large earth magnetic grid lines, fissures. I can tell whether there's been a death on the property. I can tell where the death would have occurred. I can pick up if there's mould in the roof cavity. I can pick up if there's digital TV beams coming through from your neighbour's property. There's a lot of things that can be read using Google Earth. It's something that... Before Google Earth came online many years ago, I used to have people mail me. This is even before the, the days of people generally having email, post me a map of their house or a copy of the plan of their house. And I'd run my fingers over the map and I could pick up those different fields that way. And I, I knew I would be correct because I would, had many a consult where they would send me the map before I actually went to the house. And when I got to the house, I'd have the map. And while in situ in the house, reading the energy, it totally 100% corresponded with what I picked up with on the map. Wow. Okay. So can you share, without giving out my address, I don't want everyone going to Google Earth and looking at my house and knowing where I live, but can you share what you learned and discovered from my property? From memory, there had been a death on the property because it's a very, you know, where you live it's very sacred land and very old land too, in, in a sense. And there'd been a death on the property and, and most likely it would have been Aboriginal because unfortunately the way the Aboriginals were treated and the way they were dealt with quite a long time ago, it was in quite a, a violent way. And the more violent the death, the greater the emotional pain body charge that's created at the time of the death so the stronger the what we call the bioplasmic field, which is a resultant charged radiation field that occurs from the death, the stronger that field is. That death imprint, we call it, creates a geoelectric current through the ground, which is a positively charged current through the ground. It's a radiation that comes up to about a metre and a half out above the ground outside, but it fully engulfs all the entire buildings because buildings are a resonant cavity. So there was that. There was, interestingly, mould in the roof cavity with your building, but not the other two. And you confirmed after I picked up the mould that, yes, there had been a history of roof that wasn't in a great condition and needed some had had some repair due to leaks over a period of time. And I think the other thing that I picked up was a fissure that almost cut through, well, cut through a corner of your place, if I'm right, and a fissure is a crack in the ground and they have water in them and they're moving around all the time, they create kinetic energy. So above them, they create a radiation field, a charged field, which is earth radiation again, of a different frequency to everything else that was going on there. And the fissures are about four metres wide and they actually do occur in a grid of about 80 metres squared, something which people would probably think is a weird one. But when, I, when you run that by geotechnical engineers, they go, yes, we know all about that. I discovered that myself quite a few years ago. So there was a fissure, which I think cut through a corner of the house too. So there was a lot of radiation issues there. If we'd gone further, what I sometimes do with, with people is get them to take photos of the beds forming. And it, doesn't, it sounds like a strange thing, but by having a photo of the bed, I can pick up whether there's 
a human generated, like another form of bioplasmic imprint, which sits above where people lie in bed, and that's caused by previous occupants who may have had emotional or physical health issues. And when people are very ill physically or emotionally, what happens then is that when they're sleeping, they create an information energy field of all their stuff going on, which is a charged field. And they can be dangerous because you could move into a property and be you know, fairly fit and healthy and everything's going fine. And if in that property someone prior had severe health issues and you're sleeping in their imprint, you can sometimes take on symptoms of their illnesses that they had while they were there, even even though they're gone and they're not there anymore. Yeah. And I have heard of that happening to people, whether it's heart conditions or just different things. I've heard people moving into properties and then finding out later that the person who passed away in that room had a heart condition or something like that. So it is mind-blowing. And when you shared all of this information with me, the first thing I said to you was, do I have to move out? (laughs) Oh boy, do I have to move house? Ah, that's really inconvenient because I love where I live and I cannot be bothered moving house. And you said to me, no, I would never tell anyone to move out of a house because with the good effective harmonizers, and I think for for your place, we recommended the Stellodome, which creates a radiance that goes upwards to neutralize the charge coming down from the mold. This creates an energy going down into the ground, which neutralizes the geoelectric current, which cleans everything up. That just one of them will, will bring everything back into balance, turn the house into a, a building that supports your health and well-being rather than taxing your health and well-being. So I'd never say to anyone, move out. Like even the thought of it myself of moving house sends a shiver through my spine. Yeah, especially if you love where you live like we do. So the good news is, is you have created some incredible products and harmonizers that we can put in our homes to neutralize all of that negative radiation and to balance the energy in our home. What are some of the benefits that you have seen since people have started using these products? Oh, it's quite varied. The Probably the number one indicator that there's a, a big radiation issue in the home with a lot of people is disturbed sleep. And not everyone's sleep issues are caused by radiation, but a lot of them are. And we have lots of, have over the last you know, 20, 20 something years, lots of people reporting back, hey, beforehand I couldn't sleep or I was getting disturbed sleep or I was waking up at two o'clock in the, every morning because there was a shadow in the room. And once we install the products, I'm sleeping better and the shadow doesn't come in at two o'clock in the morning and so I'm not being woken up. Sleep's one thing, but it depends on what the resultant health issues are of the people in the properties when the radiation issues are really, really really bad. As I said, radiation isn't responsible for all health issues, but it it exacerbates things and, and it helps things to actually get worse and worse. Because radiation, what it does is it creates the positive charge from radiation greatly affects the meridian energy because the meridian energy has a negative charge. The radiation has a positive charge, so it depletes the meridian energy and the Chinese meridians supply energy to the vital organs. 
So if the vital organs aren't getting the correct amount of meridian energy, then the vital organs are going to then come under electromagnetic stress. And so, you know, as I said, sleep, people finding that they can actually settle in a house or they're, they're breathing a lot better, that's another one, because if you create a negatively charged environment, there is a, a subtle increase in oxygen and a decrease in gravity. With a positively charged environment, there's a subtle increase in gravity and decrease in oxygen. Like there are some people who have claimed that you know, the geocleanser or the stellodome has saved their lives because they've had health issues, which they couldn't get to the bottom of, and they realised that they were radiation-related. And often, really, really quite often, the issues like a very common virus called Epstein-Barr virus. A harmonizer is never going to fix the Epstein-Barr. The Epstein-Barr needs to be treated. But the Epstein-Barr sufferers tend to be very electro-hypersensitive. So when you balance the fields for them, and then teach them how to use the same products to balance themselves, they're more comfortable in their bodies. That's so fascinating. And everyone listening, I'm sure, knows how good they feel when they are surrounded and they are being engulfed by negative ions. Like when you go to the beach and when you are out in nature, And when you are swimming in the ocean or a lake or in a forest, we all know how good that feels. And maybe a lot of people have never been able to describe why they feel so good, but this is it. This is why. And so we need to bring that same feeling into our home and to almost saturate our home with that feeling. But for people who don't want to buy any of these products or can't afford it, Are there any free things that people can do to eliminate or decrease the radiation that they're exposed to in their home? There aren't a lot of free things in a sense. With things like wireless routers, people tend to want to turn them off at nighttime thinking they're making it safer, but the router turns off at nighttime if you're not using the internet. But if you had some technology which was too close to the bed at night time, you might want to turn it off or move it further away. A very common problem, especially here in Victoria, is a lot of our houses are built with the meter box, which is now your smart meter behind the bedhead wall. And a harmonizer will actually fix that. We, we do it all the time. We've had great, great success with that and great feedback from people who, again, not sleeping well, apply the harmonizer, they're still sleeping in that location and their sleep patterns change for the better and they feel better all round. If you didn't use a harmonizer, you'd have to move the bed, if you know what I mean. And that sort of, to me, is a little bit like having to move house. You shouldn't have to rearrange the furniture just to escape different fields. Because in some cases, you might be escaping one going into another without realising the other one. The first field might be seen, so it might be a bit of technology like a router or a TV or something, but you might move to another area away from that technology but moving over a fissure or a geoelectric grid line or a 400-meter grid line or something at some other imprint without actually knowing that because you can't actually identify the source, but it's there anyway. But one thing is fresh air and sunlight. That's something, if you know what I mean. And I'm A hundred percent. I've spoken about this so many times on the podcast. Open your windows, pull back the curtains and let in as much fresh air and sunlight as you possibly can. 
It is so good for you on every level, your immune system, your mental health, your physical health, everything. I cannot stress that enough. And if you can, getting outside as much as possible, going to the park or going to the beach, whatever you're closest to, as much as you possibly can is going to help you physically and emotionally. I wanted to share with you, I lived in an apartment in my early 20s that was full of mold. And I didn't know this until I moved out, but the smart meter box was behind my bed head. And this was the sickest I have ever been in my life. I was dealing with so many health issues. And I had just got out of hospital from a whole bunch of health issues. And I had no idea why I kept on getting sicker and sicker and sicker in this apartment. I had, at the time, eczema all over my body. I had the worst outbreaks of the cold sore virus. I had cold sores all over my face. I had acne. I had hormonal imbalances. I had adrenal fatigue. I had thyroid issues. I had so many different things. And it literally was not until I moved out of that apartment that I started to get better. And I know a lot of people might think, oh, a little bit of mold doesn't hurt. And my husband, by the way, was exposed to a lot of black mold. He renovated a very, very old terrace many years ago and he got so sick. It put him in hospital and he's still detoxing that mold out of his body. And he actually has the mold gene that doesn't deal well when exposed to mold. So it was like a double whammy for him. So can you just touch on, because I know a lot of people think that a little bit of mold won't hurt or it's not that big a deal. And I know in America, they take mold very seriously. In Australia, if you get mold in an apartment and you're renting, a lot of the time, and this is what happened to us, the landlord says, oh, don't worry. It's just, I'll get some bleach and we'll just clean it up. And, you know, they don't take it very seriously. In America, it's taken very seriously and you can move out straight away and things like that. So, can you just talk to me about the detrimental effects that mold can have on you? Oh, yeah. Like, it's deadly dangerous. The reason why we use the Stellodome to neutralize the mold is that mold has a positive charge. It creates its own radiation field. To be physically exposed to it, like with it inside the the living space and with the, the mold I was talking about before, that's encapsulated in, in the roof cavity. So it's, it's not actually going to get to you, but the radiation, the frequency of it will get to you. And those people, as you were talking about, who are, just have a disposition to mould, feel that charge very, very strongly. Like with you, when you were talking before how you were in that previous house with the, the smart meter in the mould, I was reading you as you were speaking and I was picking up straight away it was affecting your thyroid, which would have been affecting your adrenals, but that's your, your hormone stuff. And most of all, it was affecting your thymus gland, which is your immune system. So that's why everything was just going nuts, going crazy. Mold, it develops what they call mycotoxins, and mycotoxins are deadly dangerous, and they're very, very, very hard to get out of the body. I have my own bioresonance equipment, and with my own wife, we're trying to get rid of, with using frequency medicine, get rid of mycotoxins in her body, 
which didn't actually come from mould, that came from being bitten by tick and Lyme disease. The mycotoxins are also synonymous with mould. And if you breathe the mould in, it's going to really have a massively detrimental effect on your respiratory system. And it just goes on and on and on. I, I get a regular email, I wouldn't call it spam, but I do use spam from a, a very well-known mould doctor from around the world. She runs brilliant courses. What's her name? Uh, I can't remember, something Christensen. I haven't seen any of her full videos yet, but it's something that's on my list to go and watch half a dozen or whatever she's got just to increase my knowledge base. It's like, as you said, some people assume a little bit of mould is okay, but that little bit of mould is what you can see isn't everything. There's a lot of mould that you cannot see. And I say say to a lot of people, if I pick up with a Google Earth reading that there's mould in the living space, not just in the roof cavity, if it's in the living space and I can pick that up by the energy, often they'll say, but I can't see it. But I get them to get, take a tissue, take a swab of the inside of a window, put it in a plastic bag and send it down to me. And I can just very quickly with bioresonance do a mould match to see what type of mould it is and confirm that, there, yes, there is mould there. You may not be seeing it, but it's there. It's in the living space. It's floating around. You're breathing it in. It needs to be dealt with. 100%. And I feel like my husband, everyone says he's got the mould nose, like he can sniff it out a mile away. He can walk into a house and he can say straight away, they've got mould in here. It's like he's so sensitive. His senses are so heightened to it. And we can walk down the street and just be walking past a house and he can say that house has mould. It's really affected him. And I've had some other experts on the, the podcast to talk specifically about mold. And I can link to those in the show notes. You said before that you can read people. Can you read me now and tell me right now, like, because we can see each other, can you tell me anything that you're picking up? Oh, your energy is great. Oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> Did you receive the package? I got your beautiful package yesterday. Thank you so much for sending that to me. I've got it all in front of me right here. And I wanted to talk through a couple of your amazing products that you sent me that we are going to put in our home. So let's talk about the GeoCleanse Gold. What is that? Okay, GeoCleanse is it's actually quite an old product. I developed that in 2004 for my consultancy work. This is well before the days of marketing and websites and all those types of things. It Basically, the white component we do, if there's one there, we do it in white or green. The white resin component is like a man-made crystal. That's my intellectual property. It's manufactured in a process, which is a frequency infusion. So by the time the resin hardens, it becomes like a programmed, a very smart crystal. When you plug that into the PowerPoint, that negative charge, that resonance is taken up by the electrical wiring and takes it through to the meter box and back out through all the other circuits in the house so that anything that's running on on electricity, which will create varying sizes of charged radiation fields, the fields, instead of having a, a positive charge, which are harmful, because the wiring is dominated with a negative negative charge resonance, the fields then have a negative charge. So it's what they call neutralizing or harmonizing. But the most important part of the geocleanse is the fact it's got the earth pin. It feeds that frequency through to the meter box, then through the earth wire down into the ground. 
And that's really important because geoelectric currents which run through the ground, which cause that radiation that engulfs the houses. The way I neutralise that with the geoclings is that by energising the earth wire that goes into the ground, that then neutralises the geoelectric currents and creates a negatively charged geoelectric current, which is something that supports the health and well-being, creates that nice radiance in a house as compared to the positively charged geoelectric current, which creates earth radiation, which then develops geopathic stress in the vital organs of the body. But as I said, I developed that in 2004. It's a great product, but we've developed other products since then too. Amazing. And so all of your products are designed to neutralize any of that negative radiation. That's correct. It's all about making sure that, that you have nowhere in a house where there are any positively charged fields. So if you imagine walking through a house from one end to the other, if you don't have a harmonizer and if you don't have you know, all the, the worst case scenario radiation issues, as you walk through the house, the energy is going to be up and down like that. It's all over the place. I've seen people who are emotionally sensitive be emotionally good in one part of the house as compared to how they are emotionally in another part of the house because the energy is doing that. Whereas with you using a harmonizer, you create a nice even balance through the house of a nice bright light energy, which where no matter where you go, you're not going to have any ups or downs either emotionally or physically because your meridian system is no longer going to be under any negative effects from any charged fields. The meridian system is actually supported because you've got a, a prominent negative charge resonance in the air which supports the energetics of the meridian system. So the meridians are not going to be compromised. Mm, so interesting. I never thought about that, like different areas of the home being out of balance. That's really interesting. And different people feeling out of balance in different rooms. That is so fascinating. So yeah, your products really neutralize all of the energy in the home, which is amazing. And I just wanted to say for anyone who is interested in diving deeper into the mold subject, episode number 411, Is Your Home Making You Sick? Understanding Toxic Mold Illness with Dr. Sandeep Gupta on my podcast is amazing. Nick interviewed him. So I highly recommend if you suspect that you may have mold in your home, go and listen to that episode. It's incredible. So your products, they are changing the way people feel within their body, physically and mentally. What are some of the detrimental effects that could happen if we just leave this, if we don't do anything about it? Well, it's a, a, a real can of worms. That, like, in the worst case scenario, if you've had a death in the property and if you've got what they call an entity in the house, which is what they call a ghost, and we would probably about 99% of my consultancy work where I can go out to a person's house in, in Melbourne has always been when there's been a death and where there's been an energy in the house which has been affecting people's sleep, preventing people from healing from different illnesses. And the, probably the worst thing is where children especially are seeing things at night time because of the bioplasmic fields from the occurrences in the history of the house or on the land where the children, one, are not sleeping, they're waking up in the middle of the night being petrified by seeing shadows in the room or different manifestations, which are only just energy. 
a ghost in the house isn't spirit. When we all die, we all go straight to Godhead, except for those who are doing other things and they go down. And generally, it's that way. What's left over is residual energy, which is the information energy field. And as I said before, if it's a quite a violent death, then you're going to have that strong energy moving around the house. It's more active at nighttime than daytime. And it's a very, very dangerous radiation field. And as I said, the children are, can end up with severe emotional distress, which can last and can affect them for the rest of their lives. I've seen adults who have had horrendous experiences in in some spooky houses when there are children where, first of all, the adults have ongoing systemic health problems because the radiation accumulation in the organs just kept on going and going and going, left unchecked. Then things started to fall apart. But they're also suffering emotionally as adults because no one could actually explain to them what was going on in the house and what they were seeing and experiencing when they were children. They were just left on their own to be in fear. Yeah, that is not good. And I guess, you know how they talk about night terrors for children? Maybe it's not a night terror, like it's not actually a dream, a nightmare. Maybe there is an energy in their room. How I explain that is a night terror is well, when you're sleeping, your astral's out of your body and doing different things, experiencing different things. And these energies interact with your astral body. And the astral is experiencing all these things and sees it as a terror. And because these energies are an information energy field, it's like a movie reel playing over and over and over again of whatever the horrendous event was that occurred whatever in the past. Another one is sleep paralysis attacks. And certain people are susceptible to them depending on what's going on with their heart and their, their respiratory system. And if you, if you Wikipedia sleep paralysis attack, they'll give all these medical explanations, which is 100% true and good. But sleep paralysis attacks do occur when there are heavy energies like entities in the house at nighttime. And I personally am one if I don't have that or you know, a geocleanse, which I never go anywhere without. If I've, I have had experiences in the past where I've been in houses where there have been deaths in the past and I've experienced sleep paralysis attacks at myself and they're not a nice thing. And that's where you're having the nightmare, which is the night terror. Then all of a sudden you're starting to come to wake up, but as you're waking up, you feel paralysed and feel you've got something heavy on your chest and you can't breathe and you can't move and there's, it's like a terror. And then all of a sudden you come to, and because of the experience has just happens, it's fresh in your mind, you're quite terrified, you're quite afraid, you're quite sort of you know fasting, breathing, and looking, what the hell was that? What did I just experience? I've been in houses, I remember one particular house in Dalesford in Victoria many, many, many years ago where it was actually before I developed the geoclins and the knowledge base on how to neutralise those toxic energies from entities in houses where I had to stay the night in this house in Dalesford on my own and I couldn't sleep at all and while I was lying in bed something sat on the bed so the bed went down like that and back up and I was the only one in the room and I wasn't the one who sat on the bed. Whoa I've got full body goosebumps. (laughs) I could tell quite a few spooky stories from what clients have told me over the years and some of my own experiences. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. And what about 5G? Because I know 
when 5G first came out, a lot of people thought, yay, faster internet, so exciting. But can you talk about what 5G is doing to us physically and mentally? Okay, I've done a lot, a lot of work with 5G and I tend not to be a 5G alarmist. I don't like it. One of my favorite sayings is fear of radiation will cause more stress in the body than radiation ever will. So we have to, if you look at 5G, you've got to look at what it's all about. And there are, well, now there's three types of 5G. But in the beginning, there was two types of 5G. One was really dangerous, one wasn't. And the really dangerous one was where they went into suburbs and they changed all the streetlights over for LED streetlights, which had a little microcell antenna, which is a little blue cone that hangs on, down underneath them. Then they'd go in and they'd put re- these repeaters up. They'd put a repeater, which is like a white box, the shape of a brick with two antennas about that big. I've seen them. Yep, one of them on every third or fourth pole. But in the whole suburb, every streetlight would be changed into an LED microcell antenna for 5G. The problem with that is that all of these antennas, even though they're very small, are very close together. And a mobile phone tower creates not so much radiation that's going out like that. It'll have the wave going out, but that's actually harmless beyond a distance. They create A mobile phone tower creates a geoelectric current through the ground up to 50 metres around it, which causes earth radiation to come out of the ground a metre and a half above the ground. And that's that is geoelectric current, like I spoke of before, due to other circumstances. So in a 5G streetlight suburb, when they turn it on, no matter where you go in that suburb, you've got geoelectric current, and every single building in that suburb is engulfed in radiation. If they weren't engulfed in radiation beforehand from other circumstances, they, they then had it regardless. What the 5G also does is it... With the geoelectric current, it creates geoelectric grid lines, which run north, south, east, west. They're two metres wide. They're like a wall of radiation that goes up at an angle. And they're more harmful to the body. They cause more meridian stress than the, the space either side, which is already engulfed in radiation charge. And that's what they started to roll out. But from what I know now is that the streetlight rollout may have stopped early last year. And I've had two people from the industry have actually confirmed that to me earlier this year. Last year, I intuited that they'd stopped it because over the last three or four years with my Google Earth readings, one thing I've been looking for was, okay, is someone living in a 5G streetlight area or not? And I didn't see a great expansion of that last year. The other type of 5G is in the towers where, okay, I said the tower creates a geoelectric current up to 50 metres all the way around it, so you don't want to be underneath the tower. But if you're a... 300 metres away, you'd have the the wave from the 5G, which is harmless, and it's not millimetre wave in Australia either. We don't have that. You just have the radio frequency wave, which has no charge to it, positive or negative. So that's then safe. Okay, when you're using your phone, you've got a radiation field around that. That's why we do mobile phone radiation harm noises. In that, with 5G, you'll have a 5G router or a 4G come 5G router in your house, and that has the normal router radiation issues, which is up to a metre and a half around the router. So like not everything about 5G is bad. Where it really got a bad name was that one of the first cities in the world to get 5G in the streetlights was a city in the UK called Gateshead. And when that went in, it harmed a hell of a lot of people. 
and the people in that town did stand up to the telcos and the local government and did give them a quite a hard time face-to-face and legally to a point that I think in Australia, I wouldn't be surprised if the telcos saw the the trouble that was created in this one town in the UK and that knowledge of that went worldwide. I think the telcos in Australia maybe thought maybe we need to reconsider the 5G in the, ta- in the streetlights. The third one we've got now is, as a lot of people would have been reading on the internet, is Elon Musk setting up his 20,000 satellites and that's for 5G satellite internet connection. But satellite internet connection isn't a new thing. It's been around for quite a few years. Even right here in this premises here, we almost got satellite internet because our NBN providers, two of the major telcos, couldn't provide the, the right speeds to run a business. And with satellite internet, you get a little dish on the roof, just like your, your Foxtel dish, and you'll get your feed from the tower to that dish and through into the business. So Elon Musk has now brought that in, and you, in some parts of remote, I think it's northern Victoria and, and southern New South Wales and the country areas, you can get can get access to 5G satellite. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, the 5G satellites, all of these 5G satellites out there are going to create a rainbow of radiation. That's actually not true. It's only a direct link of information from one to the other, and that's only up, that's up on the roof. It's not going to affect you at all. Fascinating. Fascinating. And I'm really glad that you shared that because I was one of those people that thought it was just completely harmful. Yeah, there's the amount of, and I call them armchair experts out there on the internet. And, you know, anyone can make a, a YouTube video these days and, and throw it up and say whatever they like. But the amount of people who were fearmongers had no real knowledge of what they were what they were talking about. They'd read it from someone else, had got it from someone else from someone else, like Chinese whispers. Have they in the end they can they put together this big bag nasty story and they talk about it on the internet the internet they'd be so convincing on YouTube. That they'd be creating fear in everyone. And the I saw that have seen that firsthand in Melbourne especially with a lot of people, especially the elderly who are a little bit frail. And especially those elderly who do their homework, they they, they watch the YouTube stuff. They, they maybe they're a little bit into alternate medicine and things like that, and they see what's being said by the people who really shouldn't be saying what they're saying about five G, and they go into fear and they're ringing me and they're going, "What do I do? What do I do?" And the fear then manifests as a a myosin, manifests as a an energetic imprint in their vital organs, and then it starts to make them sick. If you are living in fear right now, that's a great place to start. Address that first. Yeah, rise above it. Like, especially in in this very day and age, right now, like what's the 30th of September 2021, with what's going on around us, there's a hell of a lot of fear being generated and fear being put out by the media of what's to come, what's to come, what's to come. And when that's been thrown at you and thrown around about, you've really got to stay centred and rise above it. That's where a lot of people who who meditate, who understand that energy and that aspect of spirituality, you've got to really, really cling on to that and stay in that moment to rise above it because the fear will just drag you down. A hundred percent. The fear doesn't belong to you either. Absolutely not. A few weeks ago, I was breastfeeding my daughter and I was sitting there 
and I felt so much fear, worry, and stress. And I finished my breastfeeding. I walked out and I said to my husband, I just breastfed her in complete fear. And obviously, she would have got all of that energy, which is not what I wanted at all. And this was due to me looking at the media. And I said to my husband, I need to completely switch off from what is going on outside of me right now. I've just given birth. I am so cracked open. My whole energy field has just been cracked open. And my most important thing is nourishing this new life. And so I said to him, I can't talk about this anymore. I can't watch the media. Not that I was watching media, like even just on Instagram, for example. And this was about three and a half, four weeks ago now. And I've completely detached from it. And I cannot tell you how much better I feel. I feel so much lighter. And every time I breastfeed, I'm just in bliss and I'm visualizing pouring love into her and things like that. And so I just want to remind everyone that if you have fear in your body, do your best to release that and remember that it's not yours, it's other people's and get rid of it because it's not serving you. Yeah, it's also the fear drives people to making rash decisions and doing things that are detrimental to their health. Health, I won't go any further about that, but I think you know what I'm talking about, which is a real tragedy. That's what they call coercion. But it'll pass. Do you know what I mean? That's a famous term that comes from, often see that being said by some of the Indian yogis. So I love reading their stuff, the Hindu philosophy. And they, a lot of the old elder ones in their, their writings are, will be addressing groups and talking about different things and talking about fearful situations. And they always say, it'll pass, it'll pass. Let it go, let it pass. Absolutely. One of my favorite mantras, this too shall pass. I have that written on a little post-it note and I have stuck, whenever I'm going through a challenging time, I stick it up on my bathroom mirror and I remind myself that nothing is permanent and this will pass. And just hang in there and it will pass. At the very start of our conversation, you shared with me that one of the most toxic radiations that we are exposed to is heavy metals in our body. So can we talk about that? Because that's happening a lot right now. So let's talk about it. It is a very touchy subject because there are, there are people like to censor anyone talking about what the obvious is. I won't go into the name of the heavy metal, but just do your research. What the heavy metal, the metal does, the oxide does, is it has an electrical charge, and that goes to every vital organ in the body, and it de-energizes the organ and de-energizes the meridian system. And when that happens, your biofield, the energy field around you, which is a reflection of all the energetics of what's going on with the body, with the meridians and the organs, if this is all happy and healthy and nicely charged up, the biofield has a nice negative charge. And in, in a sense, if we were all perfect, spiritually happy, healthy, well-nourished human beings, our biofield would naturally protect us from radiation. But we're not like that. So that's why we have you know things like stellar pendant to boost your biofield when you're out and about. But so getting back to the heavy metals, because they drive the meridian energy down and the organ energy down and all of them down, not just one or two, 
what happens is the biofuel takes on a very strong positive charge. And the, why they're dangerous is that if you come too close to them, your overlapping biofuel with their overlapping biofield, what happens is that their charge, their radiation charge, drives your meridian energy down and your organ energy down. So basically when you're in close contact with them, you are suffering from your organs and meridians are suffering from immense electromagnetic stress. So the body, the vital organs get imprinted. And that's something that in kinesiology and bioresonance, when they're talking about radiation and other other aspects of health and well-being, imprints, energetic imprints do occur of different frequencies in the vital organs. You get so much radiation imprinting going on that your biofield becomes as toxic as their biofield. So then you go off and come in close contact with someone else. They then come under immense electromagnetic stress from being exposed to your biofield. So their biofield becomes toxified and so on and so on and so on. Not everyone's affected. I have come across some, for example, our local food works where we go probably two or three times a week to get this and that. There's a family who work there. The parents have got the heavy metals. The children, elder children, are affected by it. But there's one child, he's probably in his early 30s, and he's really fit and healthy. He's not affected whatsoever. When it comes to children, a lot of children, and this is a real tragedy too, children do get this energetic infection from other people, which is really, really interesting. And children, children's energy is always very, very bouncing and vital and very, very bright. You know, that's what's part of what makes them beautiful people, if you know what I mean. The children affected is, is not, not good at all. You said that they were affected. So what are they seeing? that the other child is not experiencing? What are they actually seeing? What it's actually showing is there's something wrong in the nutrition, the emotional health, the spiritual health, the overall physical health of those kids that are being affected with this energetic radiation infection. So the stronger, the healthier, the happier you are, the less you are going to be affected. But as I said, even though we assume all children to be like that, we are. I'm, I'm seeing probably about 30% of children these days are being affected, whereas 99 to 100% of the adults are all affected by it. Wow. Okay. So people who have these metals in their body, what can they do to protect themselves and then people that don't have these metals in their body, what can they also do to protect themselves from the people that do have the metals? Okay. Like for many, many, many years, I've been making radiation harmonized pendants. Like this is our current one, the Stella pendant, the eye pendant. And that's it in its packaging. We've been making these for a long, long time. Someone that has got the heavy metals if they wear a harmonized pendant like the Stella pendant, the Stella pendant is very, very powerful. It's very, very unique pendant. There's nothing like it in the world. And I know that for a fact because I test a lot of things that are on the market. What it does, because when it's worn within the layer, first layer of the body, is it props up the meridian energy, brings the meridian energy up because it's in sympathy with meridian energy, then brings the organ energy up so that those people with the heavy metals, their biofield, instead of being a dangerous 
positively charged field then becomes a harmonised negatively charged field. So that stops them from infecting other people. If you don't have the metals, and I've got other products too, like the Anabana silicon wristbands, we've been making these for years. Either way, when you have them on and they're around the wrist or within that first layer of the body, by, by supporting the meridian system, your biofuel becomes very strong, has a very strong negative charge. And that negative charge, when you come in contact with someone that may have the metals, that negative charge neutralizes their positive charge. And if you actually get too close to them, it completely neutralizes them while you're actually within that distance of them. If you're, say, two or three meters away from them, you can they are still able to affect people. The pendant will, will prevent them from affecting you completely. So do you recommend the pendant or the bands for? It's really a case of what the type of person is. Like the average person is happy with a pendant. Like I don't wear it hanging out. I wear it underneath my shirt. No one would would ever know. But trying to get a a seven-year-old or a six-year-old to wear a pendant, forget it. That's where the bands come in. Kids love wearing watches. I remember when I was a five-year-old, I had a fake watch, if you know what I mean. Not old enough to have a real one. It was a little blue and red thing. I remember it. So kids love the bands. It's look, look at this, I'm cool type of thing. In some school situations, some private schools don't allow any jewellery whatsoever. And what I've seen parents do is buy the large bands and with the little kids, slide them over the foot have them around the ankle, the sock goes over the top, no one will ever know. Could you even put the pendant or the band just in your pocket or will it not have the same effect? Does it have to touch your skin? No, it can go in the pocket. It doesn't have to touch the skin. It can go in the pocket. That's another way of doing it. I I don't mind the pocket thing, but I just know with kids, the pockets sometimes are full of a lot of other things. They pull everything out and it falls on the ground. Whereas an adult tends to manage their pockets a little bit better, if you know what I mean. But yeah, pockets fine. We've, we even do energised insoles, and they're a you know cheap and cheerful little product. We've been doing them for a long, long, long time, and the insoles naturally go under your feet in your shoes. That is also a hundred percent effective in boosting your biofuel to give you that protection. Oh, that sounds amazing! Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab some of those as well. And the, so the insoles, what they do, well, they're energised. What they do is they stimulate the reflexology points on the, on the bottom side of the feet, which feeds through to your meridian system. And a lot of meridians actually end up, might start at different fingers, but end up at the ends of all your toes too. So all of that's in contact with the insole, which just stimulates the meridian system, which then boosts the biofuel with the negative charge to neutralise the positive charge from sources of radiation or, or what we're talking about here is people with with a heavy metal dose in their body. Fascinating. So besides wearing your pendants and your bands, for anyone else who has the medals, is there anything else we could do or do you feel like that's enough? Well, there are some things being done and there are some trials being done. They're not clinical trials in, in universities or scientific labs or anything like that. These are people who've in the beginning received their metals and realised in the end that maybe I shouldn't have done that and maybe they're feeling a side effect or whatever. You can't in the lab say anything about that. They're having second thoughts. And I, I do know that 
there are a lot of people reaching for a product called Zeolite, which is a micronized mineral in solution. And Zeolite has a negative charge and it's like a little cage. And Zeolite's been used for a long, long time as a heavy metal detox for mercury, lead, zinc, also or lead, aluminium, copper, whatever in the body that there's an imbalance of. And the zeolite grab, because it has a negative charge, the metal has a positive charge. One is attracted to the other and it's eliminated out through the bowel. And as I said, I do know of quite a few people who are trying that. And there's another aspect to what else is also going on with them, which also has a positive charge which I won't go into that anyway, that also can get dragged out of the body with the zeolite. But these trials are being done behind closed doors, you know, in people's houses and they're just doing this to see how well they can remove this from the body. But it takes a health practitioner to actually determine that in the end. I can partially determine that because if if the zeolite has been successful, it will manifest in the biofield. If the zeolite pulls the metals out, then the metals aren't attached to the organs. They're not driving the organ energy down. They're not driving the meridian energy down. If that's the case, things will start to return back to balance and the biofield will come back to its natural bipolar charge without a harmonizer and then a harmonizer just boosts it anyway. Fascinating. This is so fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing all of this so far. I would love to hear if you could put one book in the school curriculum of every high school around the world, what book would you choose? And it could be on any topic. Actually, it's a book I've got at home. Well, it would be two or three books. Like, first one would be Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. Everyone needs to read that. Like, that's the most spiritually enlightening enlightening book a lot of people should read. The second one is a book I mentioned in a podcast actually the other day, and it's quite a unique book, and it's a book called The Divining Hand. It's about dowsing or using your intuition, and it was written by, I think, an American guy called Christopher Hand, and the book's about that thick. It weighs as much as a brick, and it's chock full of historical information and guidance and knowledge on using your intuition and using these skills and tools and things like that. And I'll give you an example of what's in the book. There's a chapter where back in would have been the late 60s, the early 70s, where the US Marines were actually introduced to the idea of using their intuitive skills, using dowsing tools, using Y-rods to introducing that to the Marines for them to use it at the battlefield. And there was a come a day where they had all these officers lined up to view a demonstration from a Marine who was an expert dowser. And when they all met and when he started to talk, one of the officers went, oh, well, what a load of rubbish. And he was very sceptical and it was too much for him, you know. His belief system was just way out the wrong, wrong direction. And that Marine stood his ground and said, sir, You've got artillery over there, there, there. The range is that, that, that. You've got that many something over there and you've got that many something over there. And the officer said, how did you know that? That's, you know, information that I know and my people, not you. He said, I picked this all up with dowsing. Wow. Then it went on to say that some of the Marines in the um, Vietnam War 
use those skills which they were trained in to find where the enemy was, how many there were, what direction they were going, what they had as far as firepower goes, and where their booby traps were. So they were using their intuitive skills in the battlefield as an advantage to, how would you put it, save their own lives and have some success, as I said, in the battlefield. Amazing. I've used it myself. I used to, used to, used to do a lot of dinghy sailing, and I used to use an intuition with my hand against the wind to determine which direction the next, next shift was coming. And so one day I got caught by another sailor, and he said, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I've done nothing, just feeling the wind. But it actually worked at one races. Wow. That sounds so fascinating. I'm definitely going to check that book out. It's a really good read. It's a bit of an eye-opener, but it's packed full of information. Mm, I love that. Okay, can you tell us about your morning routine? I love hearing about how people set themselves up for a successful day. Do you have any little rituals and routines that you do? Try not to watch the telly, <laughs> um, which has been hard because you want to keep abreast of some things. But anyway, as I said, my apple cider, my, um, my lemonade and vitamin C and I like fruit in the morning, things like that. I My morning routine is doing a bit of a search around the world to see what's going on energetically. The first thing I look at is a website called spaceweather.com because that shows the solar wind speeds coming off the sun and can give give predictions of what's about to happen energetically from the sun because the very, very high solar wind speeds, when they get up there, create geoelectric current throughout the ground worldwide, which creates radiation coming out of the ground worldwide, which has a massive effect on people's psyche. So I look at that website to see what's going on at the current hour and what their prediction is for the next day or so. So today, this morning, the solar winds were, I'll just tell you, right now the solar wind speed is at 386.5 kilometres a second, which is not, not huge. But they're also saying there's a geomagnetic storm about to happen because two or three days ago, a coronal mass ejection, a CME, came off the sun and it's heading towards Earth. So what that's telling me is over the next couple of days, the solar wind speed is going to go through the roof. And so that's going to have a big effect on the energetics of the planet and how people are going to behave and react. I also, like, aware at the moment we're in the thick of Mercury retrograde and that creates the same sort of geoelectric current running through the ground all over the planet. That's why they say to people, when Mercury's in retrograde, don't do this, don't do that, don't travel, be careful with your technology. There's all these little constraints about it because the energetics isn't conducive for, to all of those things going correctly. Fascinating. So fascinating. Is there anything else that you do in your morning routine? Oh, that's just about it. I try and read. and. If I'm reading something, like, like what I'm reading now is the Catania Karatamrita, which is a Hindu text of books about that pile, about that high, which is just fascinating reading, which is the the life of Lord, what I call Lord Catania, who lived, I think, about four or 500 years ago, and he was a another incarnation of Krishna. It's really fascinating reading. It's really spiritually uplifting. I like things like that at the beginning of the day, especially when everything else is going to garbage, because it sets that mindset. Absolutely. And even if it's just a passage out of a spiritual text, I try and read just a passage out of a a spiritual book or something that's inspiring each morning. And it really does set the tone for the entire day. 
yeah, it, it gets your headspace in the right space. It gets the the energy going to the pituitary gland. It gets everything going so your your brain energy is expansive. Absolutely. Okay, I've got three rapid fire questions for you now. Are you ready? Yep. What is one thing that we can do today for our health? Use harmonizers. That, that's what I'm all about. Lots of fresh air and sunshine. Beautiful. And something that Leanne, my wife, and I are big on have been over the years is don't eat too much, try and eat more fruit, and maybe try a bit of fasting from once in a while. Totally agree. I think a lot of people overeat. Especially this day and age when you're stuck at home. And like, like it's interesting in Victoria here with what's going on, our diets are different to Queensland diets. And a lot of people through the last four or five months through the winter too tend to eat too many carbs and too many fatty foods and things like that. And that just drags them down. That's why a lot of people don't get good sleep, why a lot of people have nightmares. And if you have that pizza the night before with all that garlic in there and, and tomato base and things like that and all that wheat, it's not good for the digestive system. And your stomach being an endocrine organ, that's where you feel anxiety and feel, you feel a lot of depression and it has an effect on your, on your diaphragm. Yeah, it's so fascinating. Okay, next one. What is one of the most important things that we can do for our wealth, so more abundance in all areas of our life? Oh, I think just think positively, really. Learn to let go and let things flow. That's, a, I think, a big one. Don't focus on anything negative. Don't focus on negative outcomes. And at the moment, that's a, a hard one for some people. But there's, you know, as I said, this thing, what it'll pass. Something that comes to my mind lately, especially the last six or eight months, is when I was a kid, there was a movie called The Poseidon Adventure. And Poseidon Adventure had a theme song where the words, the lyrics went, there's got to be a morning after. And you're a lot younger than me, so you probably haven't seen the movie or you probably haven't probably haven't heard the soundtrack. But, but go and look it up and you'll see what I mean. Because the Poseidon Adventure was like a, was about a, a cruise ship that got tossed over by a, a rogue tidal wave or whatever, and half the crew went one way to the death and destruction, and the other small group of, of people on board went the correct way through all sorts of channels and challenges and what whatever. And at the end, they ended up at the bottom of the ship, which was upside down, and they, were, they heard someone tapping on the outside. They were their rescuers. They come to finally rescue them. It was one of those on-your-edge, edge-your-seat type of movies, like what's going to happen next. And I'll never forget at the end of the, end of the movie when they got the gas torch out to cut the hole in the, the bottom of the ship to rescue the people. The music comes on and she's singing, singing, there's got to be a morning after. <sighs> oh, I have not seen that so I'll check that out as well but yeah thank you and positivity is such a simple thing that we can all do and learning the art of letting go and surrendering like you said the more we practice it as well with the little things the easier you know letting go that the person cut you off at the traffic lights just let it go you know just letting go with these little simple things then when the bigger things happen, you'll be able to let them go a lot easier. It's exactly true. It's like the other day I was saying to someone, you know, they were asking about my divining skills and how I developed them. And I said, I just had to practice, 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 practice. And if I didn't practice, 
I'd fall off the horse a little bit. So I'd, I'd practice, practice, practice. The more I practice, the more advanced I'd get, the more I'd develop. And you have to practice the letting go. It's not something we just think of, oh, yeah, no worries, it'll happen. Sometimes you have to really use your mind and focus your mind and say, I'm not going to overreact. I'll let it go. I'll move on. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. Absolutely. And what is one thing that we can do for more love in our life? That's where I think the spirituality comes in and practicing that in a sense, no matter what your religion or what you're into. And that's got to be a daily thing. As I said in the morning, I like to read something that's uplifting because if you are in that space, in that space of equanimity, that equanimity is going to go out to everyone and that's going to increase, in a sense, the love in your life, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Keep centred and balanced and keep your equanimity. No matter who comes into your life that might annoy you where if you didn't keep your equanimity, then the love would go out the door and you'd get cranky. If you keep your equanimity, then they can annoy you, but you've, you've stayed balanced and that rubs off. Yeah, absolutely. You can stay in your centre. Exactly, exactly. This has been so amazing. I could chat to you for hours. I love this conversation and I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared with us today. Is there anything else you want to share? Any last parting words of wisdom or anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover? Oh, that's a big can of worms. Uh, Where do you want to start? (laughs) How many days do we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I do or have done in the past one day introduction to intuitive building biology courses and I talk all day long about a, a, a number of different subjects. Like we spoke about 5G, we spoke about earth radiation. The, with what's going on now, we've got to be careful of our mindset that when we are distressed about what we're seeing on the news or what we've been coerced into is that if we let our drop our bundle and end up in that negative mindset and angry, agitated space for too long, we create our own radiation fields in our own, in our own homes. Because we are walking radiation emitters when we want to be, if you know what I mean. We don't have to have the metals to do it in some cases. And that's what they call bioplasmic radiation. If you let let it get you for too long and brood on it for too long, your body energy changes and it creates an imprint in the space. And then you've got to deal with it later on and then it's going to affect someone else. So you know, just sort of um, let it pass and even though it's really hard right at the moment, like as on this date with what's being planned, it'll all pass. Absolutely. The most important thing that we can do right now is take care of our own energy, take care of what is going on in between our ears, what's going on in our mind. Are we living in a constant state of fear and stress and anxiety and worry? And if we are, do something about that because the world needs us to take care of our energy And then it's a ripple effect. If we take care of our energy, then that ripple effect happens in our home and in our communities and it goes out and out and out. So I love that you mentioned that. And it's so fascinating that that fear and that negativity, it creates a positive charge. Yeah, yeah. If you stay in your, stay grounded and stay balanced, those who are really taking things hard at the moment, they need the support in, in any way, whether it be touch or words or what your know, gift or message of hope. And I'm, I'm talking about all these people who are in this terrible situation where 
they are going to lose their jobs because they won't, as we know, take something that they don't want to take. And I, I can see those people really, really, really do big time need the support. I've come across quite a few of them and they're beside themselves. Like they've been in an industry for 20 or 30 years. They've got, they've built their skills up, their, their knowledge base up and they're the experts of their fields and they're, they don't want to do what they've been asked to do. And so they're, they're losing their jobs and it's just tearing them apart. They need the support. Absolutely. And possibly they have families, you know, they have three kids or something like that. And you're right. Those people need our support. They need our love. They need our care. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that. And you are supporting so many people. You have such a beautiful energy as well. And you are helping so many people. You are serving so many people. So how can I and the listeners give back and serve you today? Go have a look at our website, have a look at the products, read some of the blogs that are written. All the blogs on my website are written by me. All the products have been developed by me. Read some of our testimonials from you know, health experts around the world. Consider some of the harmonizers. You know, think about your environment. We have on our website a um, thing where you can pay $50 for a, as a deposit for a Google Earth ring. And when you buy some product, that fifty dollars you paid comes off the cost of what you what you purchase. So, even though you're paying in the beginning, you you get it back. So, support us with what we're doing because what we do is there to support your health and well-being. Mm, that's amazing that you do that, and thank you for that offer. And I want to encourage everyone to take you up on that. That is so awesome. And again, I just want to thank you for creating these incredible products, for doing the reading on my home for doing the reading on me and sharing all of your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I could chat to you for another seven days, but thank you for being here. No, thank you very much for having me too, Melissa. It's been great. I really enjoyed the time together and we'll talk some more later on. Definitely. Don't forget to head to comparisonitis.com to get your copy of my latest book and all the free goodies that go with it. I cannot wait for you to read it and to hear what you think. Fascinating information. I really hope you got so much out of this. And I want to encourage you to go and have a reading on your house with him. Not only is he a wealth of knowledge, He is such a beautiful, kind soul. So go and check him out. Go to the show notes, go to his website and get all of his information and even read some of his blog posts. They are amazing. I hope that you got a lot out of this conversation. And if you did, please subscribe and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because that means that we can inspire and educate even more people together. And it also means that all of my episodes will pop up in your feed like magic and you don't have to go searching for any new episodes. And please come and tell me on Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini what you got from this episode. I absolutely love hearing from you. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, for wanting to be the best, the healthiest and the happiest version of yourself and for showing up today for you. You rock. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, 
do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. Or alternatively, you could listen to this with your whole family and chat about it afterwards and discuss how you guys are going to protect yourself. It'd be so fun to do this together as a family. And until next time, my darling, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.